All right, guys, we are no, 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 no. live. People. People. Yeah. We're, We're back with episode 44. 44 yeah. already? Yeah. Wow. And again, I didn't want to say, but again, uh, we are uh, just doing audio format this week as well because we still haven't resolved the camera issue. Um, so sorry, Rebecca again. I think we need to uh, probably send you another coffee or some. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it good to you. We'll make yeah. it right. Yeah. Our word is our bond, and yeah. our word is it's our just honor. That, uh, we're in Troy, by the way. Troy, yeah. New York. Yeah, Troy, New York. Which is an adjacent city to Albany, New York, which mm-hmm. is the capital of New York. Mm-hmm. Not New York City, but we're only a few hours from the city itself. Yeah. We've been out here. Catching up with some old friends and mm-hmm. some new faces, but it's been extremely nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you used to live in Troy. Yeah, I lived here for a few years. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of surprising because, you know, all the traveling we've done, you always think like, wow, I'm going to find a cooler place or... Mm-hmm. I think it really just highlights in contrast with all the other places how cool this place actually is. Yeah, for sure. Because when I when I got here immediately, I was like, yo, this place is cool. And at that point, I already had a lot of experience, you know, traveling mm-hmm. and living in different places. But this place still stuck out to me, uh, mainly the people being so community-driven and genuine and authentic. And it seemed like it was comp- composed of a lot of individuals just pursuing their interests and their talents, hobbies, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And that's kind of what made the community to me seem so unique and special. Uh, it wasn't like built on a singular principle or idea, but more individuals coming together. You actually mentioned this yeah. the other day. Mm-hmm. You want to, you want to talk about that? About what exactly? The Samba. You remember the, so we were sitting, yeah. sitting down, getting some beers, some friends outside and there's a local, Samba group here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So we were out on Friday. Night. There was a was that Friday, Friday night? night? Yeah. yeah. So there was some sort of a group of people, uh, some sort of group of people. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're uh, sitting at uh, this table outside uh, of this. Uh, how do you call it? A bar. We're having some local beers, and we're about to. Leave the place actually to go to uh to go to a, a restaurant, and we just heard like this drumming sound behind this uh, street, and one of our friends said that oh this samba, mm-hmm. so at the time I wasn't very interested right so yeah. so like yeah whatever I mean if you will want uh, we can just wait and you know watch it, and then they came over. Like right in front of the bar, by the way. That's where they uh, perform their um, music. Yeah, the heart of downtown, Monument Square, like downtown Troy. Yeah, and then I was, I was just, I was very impressed by the performance. By the way, first uh, the quality of the performance, but you know, I just thought that because lately I had been reading uh, Nietzsche's uh, "The Birth of Tragedy." Where he talks about this, uh, you know, he praises Greek tragedy because of the duality of Apollonian Dionysian elements in in, in the uh, 
Greek tragedies. And I was watching it, and that's exactly what I saw in their performance where, you know, they are performing, obviously, uh, this, how do you call it, like music fit or... Performance. Just performance, Just but the, they're performing what exactly? It's, it's um, primarily drumming, right? Drumming yeah. and um, I don't know how to call it. But anyway, they're performing this in harmonious, in harmonious way, meaning that they have every individual has different, um, you know, beats and rhythms and different instru- instrument, but there are doing it in a harmonic way mm-hmm. that it has to all come together yeah. correctly to sound right yeah right so that is more like an orchestra you know, almost ordered very ordered mm-hmm. and you know prearranged that's like apollonian element but also dionysian element where each individual has also like their subjectivity, right? Because they're performing, like people are cheering, you know, like sort of like they're intoxicated by this, you know, surroundings. And Mm -hmm. then now they're individuals playing performances more than prearranged rhythms that they have to contribute to the performance, right? They're enjoying it too, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, every individual was enjoying their performance Regardless of the, you know, the whole performance right. as a whole, mm-hmm. right? So, you, like, you see both like subjectivity and objectivity in the performance at the same time, which is kind of beautiful, right? Yeah. And you don't really see this performance in any uh, from from any groups, right? I mean, some groups only show the ordered element of their performance. You yeah. know, it's very fixed. It's it's plastic almost. Yeah. But those people were not like that. Like that, more than maybe a couple of them maybe were like that. But I think most people are just completely into their play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You the know? majority of them were just expressing themselves as individuals. Yeah, yeah. And they all just happen to be following the same drum yeah. or beat or wherever they're ordered to make it sound right. Yeah. Right. So that but was yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and you could see it spilled out into the crowd because yeah. That's also the cool thing about the community here. Like we mm-hmm. mentioned before, there's kids out there. They're dancing, having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, older. It's a mixed age group. Yeah. Of all different people. But there's probably only like in that moment, maybe all together, mm-hmm. including the audience, the band members or the Samba members. I don't know, maybe 50 people, which is yeah. not a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was this totally unexpected, unplanned event for, I think, probably a large majority of the people there. But everybody's just getting into it and having a good time. And it's just such a rare thing that you never find or I've so seldomly found sporadically Mm -hmm. in other cities or towns. Yeah. To run into something like that, you know, they've been playing for weeks. You have Mm -hmm. to buy a ticket. There's just this whole process to even see something like that. Yeah. But here we are just drinking and talking with some friends. And we hear that and we're like, oh, yes, the, you know, the Samba, they come and play yeah because they want to they want to come out and have fun and like share it with other people and i think that was the thing that made it really special is like it felt like they were really sharing it with the community yeah yeah yeah. we're sharing our appreciation by you know dancing getting into it and everybody's having a good time it really elevates that communal sense of living and like okay 
yeah, this is a cool place. And this is one of the reasons it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. I mean, like there are a lot of those uh, festive um, events, I guess, in many cities, right? I mean, I'm not shitting on you know, all of them, clearly, you know. But also, I thought that uh, as I was watching it, I think this is just their performance and their uh, spirit really speak to the characteristics of this town. Yeah. You know, like you said, like it's really communal based, community oriented. People really know each other because the you know the town is small. So it was more like. Just having a good time with friends, basically. Like, they yeah. know each other, all of them. Like, yeah. You know? So that's why I think it was more people didn't care too much of, like, whether or not they go to the center of the uh, performance and just dance, you know? Like, people seemed very comfortable. Yeah. You know? Like, genuinely participating in it, just having a good time, you know? Yeah. Rather than, like, the performance was prearranged in a way that oh we need this for this festival to draw in more people you know like mm-hmm. there are some sort of objectives usually but this was just like you said you know they wanted to come out just share their performance yeah and people were like oh shit that's great you know like just came out and yeah let's dance and you know you look kids and adults you yeah. know yeah it felt yeah really, that's what it was really really you know. like uh inspiring in the sense that's the kind of community you want to live in yeah yeah for sure yeah and it's it's one of those also rare things where unless you experience it, like even the people, you know, you're listening to us right now, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I can have an idea of what you're saying. But it's seriously so different when you're in a spot that's unsuspecting and then it just unfolds before you. Yeah. And it reminds you again, like, wow, okay, yeah, this is a cool spot. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting those. I mean, do we have those happen all the time to us? Yeah. But specifically being back here, just the sense of real like love and community and people, you know, stopping, approaching you, talking to you in the streets, people I've seen, haven't seen in, you know, over a year, year and a half, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, Hey, what's up? You know, running into you and are so excited. Oh, you moving back, you know, trying to figure out what you're doing with your life and genuinely interested in wanting to have a conversation with you and catch up. And so many people are like, Oh, let's grab a drink. Let's go, you know, get a coffee. And it's kind of hard because, (laughs) we only have so much time and we're yeah. trying to you know balance all the people with our free time but also without being excessive in the food and drinking mm-hmm. and that's why today actually shout out to mike and jamie they're out in georgia but they just letting us stay at their place here in troy and it's raining so it's quite atmospheric but yeah the ambiance has been great and it's actually the first night first day because i guess it's only like five where we're been able to truly relax a bit yeah you know it's a really great time and opportunity right now because you know i mean even though we've gone to a lot of different places uh over the past year or so i guess but typically we had um like a fixed place wherever we go yeah but here uh, we've been bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that that really affected um, a lot. Yeah. Like, um, 
like I've been tired. I mean, you've been tired. Oh yeah. Right? Like just it just this uh, recovery hole or, or just this fatigue doesn't go away for some reason. We thought at first we got COVID or something because like it was just so strange, right? Yeah, but the rapid test said otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's been uh, it's been inducing uh, quite a unfortunate state for most mornings. And then mm-hmm. we, you know, we just push through it, like, because that's the kind of people we are. Oh, we're tired. Well, we're just going to go do whatever we do when we're tired. Yeah. Go climb outside, be out, you know, travel all day, go drink with friends. And yeah, it definitely beats you down. And neither of us are getting younger, mm-hmm. especially you, you old piece of shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we were yeah. just talking about how we finally feel like, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, time to start thinking about settling down for a little bit. Yeah grind out some labor and some other things maybe for a year or two and then resume the traveling at a later date yeah and those adventures not to say that the adventures won't continue but they'll continue in a more static sense so mm-hmm. instead of us podcasting from our friend's place or a car or <laughs> some beach somewhere <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll be podcasting from the place where we're living. Yeah. <laughs> Which we don't have right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be great. It's just that I, I guess I've, I've, I've learned or I've felt a lot. It may just me think that, oh man, maybe I need to settle a little bit. And, um, I just, I can't believe how much of this traveling and, um, not having a fixed place to stay and, relaxing collectively having you know too much impact on my health and uh my performance like i only climbed not that much but i'm feeling like yesterday for example i was having this like i don't know crazy pain on my triceps that i had to stop climbing after 30 minutes which i had never experienced before unless uh, other than the first time when i uh, I had a, like micro torn on my tricep. It was it was very similar to that feeling. Yeah, you in even terms had of to go severity. to yeah. You got the keys and went to Walmart just to go get some pain medicine. Yeah. So. But anyway, all this is um, these factors are uh, having a huge impact on my health. I just, it just made me think that way. Otherwise, it's not possible. Otherwise, that's my conclusion. And then you're having a similar you know experience it's just that you're not having that you know yeah like injured state for sure but it's definitely lending itself to it i mean like we just wanted to climb the other day Mm -hmm. what i was saying i feel like because i'm so beat Mm -hmm. i don't feel i I just don't feel like i can execute at my potential yeah for sure you know both of us hate hate anything that binds us especially or limits our potential or realizing it so yeah, these are definitely things that help highlight the fact that there is a level of stability that can be very important. And mm-hmm. it's cool to at least get the experience and the experiential knowledge like we always talk about mm-hmm. to kind of reinforce that because then it makes the decision to settle down for a bit much yeah. easier instead of being like, oh, fuck, we have to do it just because we ran out of my blah, 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 or whatever it was mm-hmm. or could be. You say, no, actually, you know, I don't like not being able to live my life a certain way and that's 
the benefit again of going out and living your life in a way to teach you something. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, I mean, that's what we're all about here is trying to get the experience and then have it challenge the concept. And then in the contrast, we derive our values and make them and create them. So yeah, one of our values is always still going to remain travel adventure, but it's going to be more rigid. And again, this is something we can do probably, you know, a week or two weeks at a time with the bouncing around, but we're going on what, what week is this now? Three weeks, four weeks, not including like all the Thailand stuff and all the other things adding up too. But uh, it's, it's exciting to actually arrive to the point where you want to change up your life and you're looking forward to Mm -hmm. the benefits that come with it. Yeah. Because, running ragged we're tired even right now we're mad tired and we've been resting all day <laughs> <laughs> i even took a nap earlier oh my god like, don't I nap don't, ever just, what is going on dude i don't i anyway yeah and we're saying all this we're going to boston tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow morning <laughs> we're going to go catch the the bus and go to boston yeah. i mean hopefully today we have uh, a full rest and will feel great tomorrow morning but we have to probably leave home here like 7 a.m i think the bus leaves at like 7 15 so probably <laughs> 6 30 then i think it's only about 20 minutes away yeah. okay like so 6 30 6 40 around okay there. so we have to oh. wake up probably like 6 10 20 it's too early i don't want to get up <laughs> yeah but we can slip <laughs> yeah yeah it'll be fine but you know but that's how we've been pushing like, oh, it's going to be okay. We can take a nap on the bus and then <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. Here we are getting <laughs> injured and <laughs> never feel just clear and fucking good. And we still you continue know. to push. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but anyway, hopefully, I mean, today's the first day ever, actually, we're getting a full rest since we yeah. came here, really. So hopefully this, yeah. you know, we, we can recover a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, like if I were to make an analogy to iPhone... Like we're just running iPhone <laughs> at around twenty percent and just keep charging like at five percent, two percent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> you never fully charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that that's actually a really good analogy. <laughs> so maybe we can go up to like fifty today, right? Wow, look at us. Hopefully, yeah. Plugged in here. Hell yeah! Plug me in. I'm all in. <laughs> matrix <laughs> <laughs> oh man such so, a great expression right yeah plug me in yeah it really is i know kung fu it's fucking <laughs> a great scene the entire movie yeah. is so wonderful have yeah. you so now that we're finally reaching the point where we're about to settle down mm-hmm. has the journey up to this moment mm-hmm did you think it was going to occur now? I guess looking just at a time space, did you think you'd ever get tired of like just bouncing around and traveling and the stuff we've been doing? Um, did, I mean, you could have expected it, but did you think it would actually, or feel like this? Maybe that's the difference. No, I, I didn't expect this at all. I, I guess we can talk about two different things, right? Psychological and physical. Psychological, I had thought about it. You know, obviously, just bouncing around forever is not a good thing. You know, yeah. I don't think any human being can agree with that. You know, being purely nomadic forever. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want that. I don't think I want that. Yeah. Um, just because, as much as I um, value experiences, I also value 
stability, you know, in certain way, of course, but stability meaning that like community uh, aspects, right? Yeah. I, I value that as well. So I knew that psychologically that, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I like to have a stability at some point, but I really didn't think of this physical part. And this is like, I, I didn't expect to feel this at all. Yeah. Yeah. And this has been like we've been under uh, in this condition like just extreme fatigueness for like 3 weeks now. This is crazy. I've never experienced in my whole life. Yeah. Outside of us when we got covid, that was yeah. the closest thing. And then, you know, we have great examples. I mean, this is the, we're good samples basically. Like if you're like 43, I'm 41 having these experiences right i'm like hey eh, we're just old probably dude yeah but you're we're 10 years apart yep and we're you know experiencing very, similar, very similar things you know yeah i'm just having the injury part but other than that we're having the same experience basically right yeah. so yeah i'm i it sucks but apparently this is the case so at some point, very very soon, I guess. <laughs> well, we're gonna still do the uh, travel and all that, but it looks like uh, we just can't do this all the time. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like the podcast is going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just the podcast will be coming from uh, our studio. Yeah. And our studio being our living, living room, room. Yeah. in the apartment or house. Yeah. Or wherever we end up, you know, maybe maybe under the bridge by the trash can fire. <laughs> <laughs> Stay warm. We'll hit Starbucks in the morning, get a nice recharge. Yeah. You know, buy the some hot water from them. Yeah. We'll bring our own tea bags. And <laughs> Yeah, you see some actually homeless people there at, at Starbucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely think this is like the, the step towards homelessness. Yeah. You know, I could def it's funny. We watched what was the movie we watched? Carnival Row. You know, it's all this like no spoiler, but just a progressive thing that leads to a conclusion. I could see this mm-hmm. being very similar in the same vein that like, yeah. oh, this is how you end up being homeless. You spend all your money. You just keep bouncing around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. And you just, you're comfortable with things. You're just like, eh, yeah, I've got whatever. Yeah. Sleep on the floor anywhere. It's fine. Until <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm homeless and i don't know what i'm yeah. doing and then you just give up the podcast and all those things all together i mean obviously we're not heading in that direction because that would mm-hmm. be ridiculous we know better than that but yeah it's also really fun to just kind of do it you know yeah because i also think some of our friends though while they don't some don't understand it there's a lot that do and at least in a way where they're envious or encouraging of this kind of lifestyle because it's very unique and we've we've talked to several people that would have said oh i would love to do what you guys are doing yeah that's awesome that sounds like the dream and yeah actually i'd say this has very much so been the dream yeah and we've been able to live it for over you know a year that's such a unique thing for a lot of people that i don't think they ever get to do this Mm mm-hmm And it's kind of cool because, like, yeah, this dream has to come to a conclusion in some aspects of the area. But also when it concludes, a new chapter gets to begin or a new book gets to begin written. And then we get to go go chase those things Mm -hmm. and make new things. 
So it just, I think it just gets better and better. So I think you just should always go try to pursue. It sounds cliche, of course, but pursue your dreams. And then reality will teach you a lesson from them. Mm-hmm. And then you can refine, repurpose, and uh, go out and do it again. But wow, life is just so much better now. Yeah. For me than it ever was. Like interactions, people, all of it's better. Yeah, dude. Just, and then also, just because we're not traveling all the time. Oh, I was not having a mic in front of my mouth. But. Um, what I was going to say is that just because you're not traveling all the time doesn't mean that, you know, especially us in our case, you know, when we say that we're living the dream, you know, when we say that we're on the path, we're not talking about traveling all the time, right? We're talking about having freedom, you know, getting more experiences, part of which is traveling, you know? Yeah. It's just that we feel like uh, after a year or so having this lifestyle, um, just feel the need for stability a little bit right yeah but our our path won't change dramatically oh you know still our you know priority to have the freedom of thoughts and freedom of our behaviors and everything will be still the priority you know will be our main thing to achieve and continue to maintain and traveling uh which again is only valuable as a means of getting experience will still continue you know it's just that we may do it uh less than before Mm -hmm. and then you know we're still subject to this capitalism and still subject to this um you know society where we we have to have money to continue to leave you know because we can just you know what I mean? I don't have to really explain, you know, this, yeah. but but for our listeners changed. out there that may mm. not understand what capitalism is, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay for shit to get shit just so you can live, and that's the way it so is. So that you can eat and shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you got to pay for that too. <laughs> yeah. Um. But nothing is free, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Everything yeah. is like an exchange. Yeah. Um. Some exchanges are better than others. And yeah. you just gotta you gotta make the exchanges that are best for your value system, you know. Yeah. So also again, we're not even worried about that. I'm I'm totally not stressed about that. Because I know also during the time where we're not being able to travel on a means in which we're used to or want to. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can't even say we want to anymore. Like we want the stability. But I know it's only gonna grow and make that a deeper longing for the proper travel the proper experience, you know, mm-hmm. going to another country, living there like we did in Thailand and doing that again with yeah. a better understanding and more knowledge and how to and clearer direction. Like that's, that's awesome. That seeds like actively growing while we were able to be stable somewhere and just build in that spot and get those new, those other experiences, the new experience that come from longer relationships deeper relationships and being in a single area or with friends or whatever. You know, it's not like you need to go try every sport to understand the knowledge of sports. Mm-hmm. Like you can study one sport and get deeper and deeper in it. And there's still new experiences and deeper learning. Yeah. That, that's the cool thing, right? You know, that's what we talk about a lot here too, is that like, you don't have to even 
you don't have to go across the world to get new experiences. I think we talked about that actually in the travel episode. Maybe you just mm-hmm. go an hour down the road or maybe you go to the country bar. Maybe you go to the, the rock bar or whatever. There's so many different people, even in the city you're in. Yeah. Or the place you're living and you can access it. Or again, with books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or start creating some things. And that's a really unique opportunity because you yeah. can dive deep into yourself. So it's, it would be wrong to say that you have to go travel or you need to. I would totally encourage it if you can, but don't rob yourself of today for the sake of tomorrow because you can't travel now. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we're going to Boston tomorrow and super excited for it because yeah. uh, I have my old friend living in Boston. We knew uh, when we were in high school, when I was in high school, actually. Well, starting actually middle school. <laughs> um, we met there at church. He, we were in the, um, uh, the church band together. He was mm-hmm. a drummer. I was a singer. He was like, he's two years older than me. And um, when I saw, saw him last time was about two decades ago. And then I... Pretty sure he moved here to the States about eight, seven years ago. I think in less than a decade. Anyway, he lives in Boston, so uh, we're going to see him. He owns a Korean restaurant. And um, I'm excited for those two coffee shop, coffee houses in Boston. One is uh, Cafe Vittoria, which is uh, third oldest coffee house in the u.s by the way wow built in uh, 1929 wait only 1929 for the oldest third oldest third oldest oh, yeah. okay and um and then the official oldest one is we talked about this actually uh oh, in our coffee? theory of coffee yeah. uh coffee in california right no no uh in new york city oh yeah yeah coffee yeah. reggio yes. cafe reggio yeah that's the oldest the espresso, one so the <clears throat> um yeah, yeah, Cafe Reggio is the first one that uh, start, started using Italian espresso machine. Yeah. And then it's the oldest. I think there's another coffee house that was built earlier than uh, Cafe Reggio, but it doesn't exist anymore. So that in our operation, Cafe Reggio is, I mean, who cares? But Cafe Reggio is one of the, one of the you know, first okay. in the U.S., right? Okay. But anyway, Cafe uh, Vittoria... Um, in Boston, it's third, third oldest, and there's another one uh, built in 32, so that makes what, I don't know, maybe fifth, six. who cares, but um, has long history, uh, Polaris, ca- uh, Polaris Coffee, Polcaris, I'm sorry, Polcaris, um, has been, they had been running uh, by the, the family, mm-hmm. Polcari family, not Sounds anymore, like that's what I heard. Yeah, not a the not Bugatti a family. Polcari. Oh uh, yeah. So that actually sounds uh story is kinda cool. The uh Polcari, the original Polcari, he went to Italy and he just fell in love with uh, you know, coffee and espresso and all that. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> he um started coffee shop in uh Boston and it was ran originally by the family because everybody had to contribute to the uh, coffee house because it was a small operation. You yeah. Know? 
and then it became successful and you know he gave it to his son and all that but i guess i don't know why they stopped but now it's run by another person that's not bokari interesting yeah i mean with all the economic times yeah in the last 80 but i heard years. that they sell like beans and you know like it uh italian imports goods something like that okay like like nuts and whatever all that things so yeah i'm really excited for those two places you know coffee yeah it's gonna be great I and mean, what was the place you were telling us mm-hmm. not us you were telling me about the ramen place that sounded really interesting yeah um the the name of the place I think is you you met Ko what was it actually? Let me let me look. Yeah, it's called uh Yume wo Katare. Uh it translates to talk about your dreams. So they have this huge ramen bowl. How big are we talking about by the way? I have no clue. I just didn't really because oh. I was busy like finding places to go. Gotcha, gotcha. So I didn't really check how big it is, but I guess it's Big enough that a lot of people don't finish it, I guess. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, if they give us a fucking joint and let us go at it, they're going to be in for trouble. Yeah, but anyway, um, if you finish it, you're encouraged to stand up and uh, say out loud your dreams, you know, your goals. And yes, I, I thought it, it, it thought it's What really are you going to cool. say when you finish that bowl of ramen? Uh, I'm not going to say it now because it's going to be a spoiler. You're not finished that bowl of ramen, are you? Is that what you're trying to oh, tell Oh, real? <laughs> Don't you know me, buddy? I mean... I feel if, like it's going to show up... anything that I love... And it's going to be like the, the size of like what they boil yeah, lobsters in. You know, it's going to be like, yeah. yo, that's a, like that's like two gallons of ramen. <laughs> like, <laughs> impossible to finish. Oh, actually, now we're talking about it. In Texas, one of the cities, I think, I'm pretty sure it was in Dallas... I went there with my ex-wife and uh, her grandparents, this steakhouse, but it was one of those things yeah. where it's huge. You have If you finish, you don't have to pay for it. And yeah, I couldn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was Things a lot. massive. Like a yeah. $100 steak Something too. Something like that, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They have several of those in Texas. Mm. It was really good though. Yeah, the steak. I remember that. <sighs> Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll, I'll... I would like to try the challenge, mm-hmm. but like we said, maybe we'll just do the full day fasting beforehand before going. Something like that. So we actually I have... Mean, we don't have to finish it. That's the thing, right? I I think it's just the concept is so interesting that they do yeah. that, you know? Well, it's almost like, well, if you can mm-hmm. chew what you bit off, then you get to accomplish your dreams. It's mm-hmm. almost like analogous to yeah. actually accomplishing your dreams. You have to finish this hardship. Yeah, like yeah. it's enjoyable at first, but by the end of it, you're kind of like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. And then the reward is you get to share your dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely said that there's this uh, Asian, like Confucius sort of value that, like you said, like, you know, you have to experience or overcome difficulties or hardships to get to the goal, right? Maybe that's what they're implying. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we get we get a better idea. I think when we get there. Absolutely. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, you know? that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm probably gonna be tempted by the other ramen offerings. So. Yeah. But I mean, if we're back up in the area, we can easily go back to Boston. Not an issue. So yeah. Absolutely. We do it now we'll see how it goes. So when you're talking about the challenges mm-hmm. on a journey, you know, for your dreams or whatever, what do you think? 
has been the most challenging part of this so far? I don't have an answer. I just, it, when you were saying that, it just popped in my head. I was like, ooh, that's a good question of like doing this podcast. I, I would definitely say financial uh, factors because if there was no like concern with financial factors, like we wouldn't be thinking about even getting a job or things like that, you know? Yeah. Like that's the only thing that, you know, in reality, it it makes me really disappointed and discouraged that, wow, I need money after all, you know? Yeah. And it's more than this superficial reason, like, oh, I need money, right? I think there is another part and underneath the surface, that's the reason that you need money, right? Like you need money to leave, but like in deep down, in deep down, I am actually more devastated that wow, I'm nothing but a subject that is, you know, attached to this capitalism. You know yeah. that that makes yeah. me really sad, actually. You know. Yeah, I mean that's totally a fair way to feel. I think a yeah. lot of people feel that way when they try to do anything that's you know within their passions but outside a means of production or you know a paycheck i it's funny because i actually feel like i have the opposite kind of Mm -hmm. feeling towards that that specific sentiment not bummed that i can't make money doing it but rather that's awesome that Mm -hmm. just because you're doing your dreams and passions you can make like they're independent of each other. I, I also think that's beautiful in a mm-hmm. almost like cosmically tragic, mm-hmm. bittersweet way. Like yeah. you persist despite inability to afford it. Yeah. To me, that is an ind- is indicative of passion. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. I mean, just throwing back to the Latin of you know, pave passion to suffer. That is a true manifestation. Yeah. You know, of when you have something you really want, you're willing to sacrifice and yeah. suffer for it. And yeah, this thing may never make money, but it's not like we're ever going to stop it. I just yeah, think exactly. It's more, that almost makes me feel more certain about it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. not making money. You know what I mean? It could be yeah. almost like, say we did catch fire. We, people found it super interesting or whatever the case was. And it immediately got popular and we started making money. Mm-hmm. I imagine there almost be like a level of... Uh, you'd almost feel like fraudulent or, you know, is this really my passion? Like, is it truly me expressing it or now am I just trying to express it so Mm -hmm. that people like it? You know, like when that time comes, if it ever comes, there'll be no doubt. I don't think, I don't think we'll ever have to go through that kind of identity crisis with Mm -hmm. it because it's like, no, we've been doing this for a long time. We, we have conversations, meaningful conversations all the time. And maybe we find a better way to express it. So it's more, digestible or more interesting for people to consume frequently but at least i'll never worry about you know is it coming from the right place yeah i think that part's cool of course dude i think the i think the most difficult part with the podcast is it feels like it's always sneaking up on us like the record date and all that stuff or when we try to post on social media and all the other things, it's like, you know, you watch a whole bunch of YouTube videos, you do all this research of mm-hmm. the most effective way to like grow your followers, yeah. blah, 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 all that whole jazz. I personally find that shit mad exhausting mm-hmm. because 
you, you never gain feedback. You don't know if it's actually working, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's almost the nature of stepping into something that's a little less popular, right? Like we're not trying to do it the same way everybody else has done it. So yeah, by the fact of that, we can't rely on traditional means. So we have to like find yeah. our own, which is also cool because we have to be creative and kind of think of things. But I think that also just means it's going to take much longer because it is a May, really yeah. a creative process, mm-hmm. you know, until we get that nice stylistic thing we enjoy and we want to share out and put out there. Yeah. And then maybe it'll be more um, enjoyable for other people, but yeah, still fun. I mean, yeah, that'll, that'll all happen. You know, in my opinion, I think so too. <sighs> just that we don't really enjoy that part i guess of marketing and you know all that no just not not a really enjoyable process at all yeah i think this is a burden that almost everybody shares that's a creative field you know i've got friends that are musicians that dedicate their life to to that and that their jobs are just to support like you know the musician life or the creative element yeah and who was i i was just talking to the owner you know tattoo the restaurant we went to after getting yeah. drinks on friday Cream. yeah talked to him for an hour a couple hours you know having yeah. a really good conversation and i was just telling him, you know how much i appreciate you actually coming out in a community like this and being mm-hmm. authentic and he was sharing the struggles you know financially with like dealing with the st- all the laws and regulations basically right of opening a small business especially a restaurant and like the profit margins and things of that nature Mm -hmm. incredibly difficult you know and it sucks because these are the people that are really genuinely authentically creating but are totally not rewarded in the system at all like you're actually almost warred against by the system if you are trying to step out and not be within its means yeah it's confines you know so that's it sucks like capitalism kills fucking the individual i I really think it does and don't get me wrong there's good things about it as well but the more conversations you have with small business owners creatives and things like that you start to see like wow the cool people are the ones getting fucked. <laughs> it's yeah. the people that are, you know, willingly bend to the system that get rewarded, you know, yeah. fucking just go say all the praises of capitalism. Yeah. They make their way up it. And I'm sure that's not the case, obviously of everybody. And I couldn't give you a percentage or anything like that. I can only speak from my experience. Um, maybe this is some confirmation bias cause I want it to be true, but that's how it seems to be to me currently. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's. I think I don't think you're wrong. You just don't sure. think I'm right. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just that I, I just, I guess I can, you know, put it in a different way. That you, yeah, there are people who are playing in their own way, but still successful in in capitalism, right? There are people like that, but there yeah. are that don't necessarily really represent the. You know, speaks to the nature of the system. No, of course not. They're just anomalies, you know? Like, there are recipes and formulas for you to be successful in capitalism. You know, there are only certain ways, like proven ways to do it. And not a lot of people want to play that role. You know, that's the thing. So, 
you know, I think largely it is true what you're saying is that, you know, a lot of those people who are not playing with those rules are not successful, you know? Yeah. Do you think that media and culture by and large mainly, mm, okay, I don't want to say culture because that might be not the correct word, but let's say, yeah, let's say art mm-hmm. and we'll regulate it to the realm of like movies, music, and books, just those three. Do you think those are basically just gods that people worship so they don't have to deal with the reality of capitalism and the societies we live in? We praise them and put them on a pedestal because we want those to be real. Like we idolize those and we almost like delude ourselves into thinking, oh yeah, those things are out there. But really like if you're to look at it, it's probably a better odds to win the lottery than to be one of these people that are represented. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, um, Maybe not all of them, mm-hmm. but I think partially that's the reason. Yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah, because uh, that's the bummer. like only one of the one of the uh, uh, faces of the society where we feel um, ourselves. Like you don't have to worry about other things but yourself. Like just the common characteristics of humanity. You know, the love of art. You know. I mean, the creators, of course, participators are, may not be like that for sure. (laughs) Right? I mean, even in making a movie, right? I mean, you have all sorts of parties, stakeholders, right? The actual creators, storytellers, and directors, you know, all that, actors, whatever. But also you have producer, you have uh, executives, whatever, investors. All those have different, obviously reasons for them to participate in a, a you know making a movie but i think as a consumer though largely we don't worry about whether or not they make money i don't care if they make money right yeah. unless unless you know you're a huge fan of this actor whatever i mean there are some you know uncommon reasons i can see that but i think largely we watch or we praise those art forms because we just enjoy them as they are you know and again, I think those are the forms that, you know, represent this common characteristics of us uh, without a lot of um, inputs or factors that have certain objectives, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, partially I think you're you're, you're right for sure, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's kind of funny because you do hear artists... Or people that are typically successful when they ask, you know, what do you listen to or what, what movies if you watch? A lot of them say, oh, dude, I'm too busy, man. Like, yeah. I'm too busy doing my own stuff for you yeah. know, time to consume anybody else's stuff. And I think there is a level of, I, I think there is a nugget of information or truth to be taken from that kind of statement. Like, mm-hmm. when you're focused on yourself and, like, actually making something of your life from your own narrative you don't have time for all the other stuff like you just don't you know you're just you realize that's just somebody else's narrative or perception or you start to see like the reoccurring trends of its Mm -hmm. um society pushing the same narrative over and over and over i mean we see this a lot you'll see it in movies you'll see it in music okay you guys are just like 
echo chambering the the overarching ideological system from your time period yeah you know and that 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 gets tiring because you even see it with people start having a conversation they just want to like navigate to the realm of politics or like the common zeitgeist and it's like okay can we just i don't know have like a conversation about things about you you know yourself or like myself Mm -hmm. or your own ideas or my own ideas like why we always got to just pull from the common thread yeah of reality our current reality and i i mean i find that shit mad exhausting not to say i don't do it or don't participate but yeah that's what makes it so refreshing when you talk to somebody who has their own thoughts and not to say that any thought can even be your own but your Mm. at least own take on it even if it sounds similar to somebody else's at least it's not like a talking point it doesn't seem like you're just reading from a bullet point on some powerpoint outline (laughs) bullshit yeah i can appreciate that yeah yeah for sure dude yeah well it looks like we're rapidly reaching the 50 minute mark now yeah so i think we're we're just so tired yeah it's time to make some food do what we gotta do pack i know and then drink some water <laughs> try to hydrate yeah uh, I don't know. we need just more rest honestly um uh but yeah thank you for listening and let us know if you have any questions yeah. or you. comments or inputs please so thank you rebecca rebecca thank you lee, lee. thanks cast murray mm-hmm. thanks sins wolf thank you milton Otts. Appreciate all you guys. We couldn't do this without you. This has been fun. It's only going to get better or worse. Who can tell? But you'll have to listen to find out. (laughs) All right. right, See you later. Bye. Bye.